<laughs> Name that song. Uh, you're depressed. Well, who sings that? You, apparently. <laughs> okay, that's not true at all, but thank you. I it appreciate sounded that. depressing. No, no that was, I was just, I was, my vocal range. Ah, what's you have, your safe word? You have the vocal range of Madonna. Oh, oh, wow. That's your safe word? Okay. Holiday. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... Uh, it is almost the end of October. It, it's literally, yeah, but the, the end of the, this episode will come out after October. So this will kind of be a, so October is over already. It is. Are you, are you, are you leaking from excitement yet? I am so leaking. <laughs> How did that, okay. So October, October, no, not November, whichever you're starting or ending. Uh -huh. Um, well done. You did it. Yay! Or if you didn't, you dirty little, oh. uh, you Don't know what you did. That'll make him leak more. <laughs> Well, they might like that though, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Um, how was so? I guess first of all, happy post Halloween, y'all. We are currently before filming this. We are probably in Palm Springs currently. I think this will be going up the weekend of MIR. Yeah, so we're so, in MIR. Hi, come say hi to us. We're in the future. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but Daddy, how was your October? And MIR is Mister International Rubber in Chicago. Oh, absolutely. Um, October was frustrating and fun all at the same time, which I think is the point of it. Isn't that is that the point of it? What's the point of? Well, this? what's the point of chastity for you? I think it depends on the person. Uh, the point of chastity for me is being controlled by someone. So, so I love, uh, dominance and control and to willingly give up control of a body part to somebody, um, is erotic. And what do you, what do you, do, do you call that? Like your, your sir, your master, your dominant. So he just visited last weekend. And, uh, so I introduced him as my key holder, not Mr. Mr. Key holder. No, Mr. Today's first sponsor and perfect for when you are getting out of that, that, that COVID slump and you're looking to get into some more sexy times. Now, what is PrEP, Daddy? Uh, PrEP is a one-a-day pill that uh, prevents you from catching HIV. Stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. And today's first sponsor, Mr. is here to make sure that you get PrEP wherever you might be in the States. Now, PrEP is a one-a-day pill, 99% effective against HIV and preventing that. Now, when Mr consults you online and this is an online service you sign up online it's free to use they have over 100 nonprofit organizations making sure prep is available across the country for you and all you have to do is do a little panel from home from the safety of your own home if you're still a little a little afraid to go outside that's okay <laughs> you do an sti testing at home you get your prescribed prep online and delivers it right to your door and the great thing about that is because if you're a little squeamish about talking to your family practitioner or doctor about it, um, you can go completely around them now and get it prescribed. And maybe you don't even have a gay friendly doctor. It doesn't matter whether you're covered or not by insurance. Prep will be available to you through Mr. And again, they do that with all 50 states as well as D.C. and Puerto Rico. So please check out prep, uh, prep. Please get some prep. And check out Mr. Down in the comment box below or the description with that link using offer code Watts to keep your sexual health up to date. And Mr. will do that too, as they will follow up every three months to make sure that you are covered. Yeah, it's an amazing time we live in because in my era, I lost so many people from AIDS and HIV. Um, and now it is the only preventable STD there is. 
Well, ST, yeah, STD. We we do we do still call that an STD. Mm-hmm. And so, would your would your Mister Sir Dom Master? How was his time? Because you you said you had him here for the entire weekend, right? Yeah. So he came out for the weekend. So and I had been locked up for twenty two days before he had come, and he had been doing like a cage check every single day on Twitter. So and he'd make these weird, outrageous places. I'd have to show my cage, and I, I would do it. Uh, it was the weirdest place. The weird. He told me to go in the Castro and have a stranger take a picture in the street. That was the weirdest, really. Well, no, but for him, he's from Wisconsin, <laughs> so that's just to be able to do that in public is. We live in a bubble here in San Francisco. We, oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're we're so, very aware of that. I would never probably be able to do that in Wisconsin, where <laughs> and, he's from. So maybe so like, and I I did some chastity stuff this last month. I'm very often on like my my stress tends to affect my horniness and also tends to affect my subbiness and also i mean everything is is reciprocated you know in that regard just so you know okay once i was locked up the subbiness went to 120 percent i have been full on sub all month i can't even think about being the top and yet very hard to try to get to do things I well, okay. you're not my dom. No, I know. I, I was more so just being funny because you're you're never very subby for me, even when I ask you to do something. Well, that's not our dynamic. Dynamic. Uh, well, it could be. You know, oh. every once in a while, you, be, <laughs> you don't hold my key. <laughs> and yeah, I know you're 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 top, so I'm sure he'd be happy. To, uh, see, this no. is how you okay, go. This is a anyway weird, weird path we're going down. <laughs> well, so I I did October here there off and on. I had some some of my own doms that would be like you know lock up and hypno stuff and. I had just for a day or two, a few days, a few days at a time sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, and even I had a a, a little post go, not viral, but it had like a couple thousand like likes and retweets the other day on my after dark account because I was talking about chastity, hypno and like being able to just come on command, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you are. Oh, I can't do that. You're amazing that you can do that. It's that brain, you know? Yeah. No, no. You leak like a sieve. Um, Sieve? Yeah. What's a sieve? Like Civ Five, I love that game. No, like like, <laughs> like a sieve, like a faucet. I've never heard someone yes. say "leak like a sieve." I've heard "leak like a faucet." <laughs> My generation knows sieve. Oh, anyway, okay, well, you're you're a leaky puppy. Oh, um, thanks. I don't leak that much. <laughs> like I'm 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 happy if dust doesn't come out when I come. Uh, so <laughs> I don't <laughs> dust, huh? <laughs> Okay. So actually being a chastity kind of helps my horniness level. It uh, it increases every single day. What I don't like about it is 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the middle of the night waking up with a constricted boner. That so, is fucking painful. Chastity is meant to be a little uncomfortable at times, but mostly it's like for, for those that wear chastity, it's, it is, uh, for me, it's like wearing a cock ring at all times. It's kind of comfy. But also just like being constrained. So if you're ever kind of aroused by, say, a top or a dom, like you get a little bit of excitement going, you know? Yeah. And as you get excited, it gets constrictive. And the problem with that, so it's no longer a comfy cock ring when you get hard in a See, cage. I just because, no, because your shaft tries to push the cage down. And as it does, it's pulling the cock ring down and it feels like it's slicing off your balls. Sounds like someone needs to be a little bit more controlled. I, I don't what have do that mean? problem. I mean, I don't have that. I, I can get aroused and turned on and then like I'll leak pre-com. Well, maybe your cage is too big. 
I've actually sized down, so maybe your cage is too big. Your cage is too big. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm. It's, it's a very mind over matter sort of thing. So like on, on the, the social medias I posted, just showing like being able to come on command just by kind of being into a headspace. Mm -hmm. But that same headspace makes it so I don't ever have those weird boners at 3 a.m. that wake me up. I actually yeah, sit see, very well. I'm, I apparently don't have this mind over matter thing going on. Maybe you should on. more open. I'm so open. I'm so Actually, my ass has become so very open sleepy. now. <laughs> so chastity. Not being able to use my cock has really opened up my ass. <laughs> well, have you also tried manscaping? Because that does help to get chastity open up on your properly. Ass. No, no. Although, have you ever it manscaped could. your ass? <laughs> I have, actually. By yourself? Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, with the razor, it's easy. With today's second sponsor, Manscape, it is very easy. No. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got crotch discomfort, uh, hindering your game, or maybe just hindering your chastity play, because hair, if you've ever tried on a chastity device, the little, the little like fulcrums and little insertables and whatnot of the chastity cage, if you have any hair down there, it can get so painful and yeah, pinch like, in the it, worst possible it's way. It's like a porcupine. Like the way that I get into chastity properly is doing a little bit of shave down, getting all of the little, the little spiky bits out of the way of hair. And so making you sure that first. yeah, I manscape before, and I do upkeep all throughout the month. I'm surprised manscape honestly hasn't leaned into the oh, no not November they of it all. Totally lean into October and no not November. I mean, they've spent over two years redesigning not only the most comfortable boxer briefs with the jewel pouch, yeah. but they've spent over that amount of time just continuing to redesign their own razors to make them not only skin safe. They reduce nicks and cuts, but make sure that you're able to do all that manscaping with a little LED light, a travel safe lock on it so that you always are able to bring it with you. And it's just good for all over care, hair care for whatever you may need besides Nair. Don't use Nair. Actually, that jewel pouch, that is actually a good design because it does give you support when you have uh, the weighted cage on. Uh, so they should just call it the cage pouch. So if you'd like to get your own sub ready for the season... Maybe get them something for Manscaped using offer code what, Daddy? Watts20. For 20% off and free shipping and using our code again. Watts20. At Manscaped.com. So whether you're ending out uh, Blocktober, maybe you need to get your sub a little gift, or you're just getting started for No No November. Or maybe you're your No Come 2023, I don't know, people people go, I, we know people that have gone for almost 200 days. It's Deny December. Deny December. There's. We'll do. We'll do another episode. I'm sure, and around then. But like, I, I'm all for making sure your hair care is kept both above and below the waist, nice and cropped. Yeah. Speaking of cropping, let's crop this conversation about chastity. So, how did it go for you? It, it went really well, and it's actually nice to have him here, hands on. So he teased me. I I, I, I like physical touch a lot. Um. So that was nice. It was very interesting because he is like. 25 years younger than me so introducing him to people at the eagle and stuff as my mm -hmm. key holder people would just kind of give you a huh, huh. <laughs> look and and i kind of felt like uh uh sigourney weaver and ghostbuster are you my key master are you my <laughs> are you the gatekeeper <laughs> see i saw you more as uh the the green ghost that's shooting on everyone you think i'm a goblin <laughs> just sliming no everybody. no slimer Slime. yeah slimer i believe Thanks. slimer is his name the green one like how he glows you, you yeah. glow you're you're always glowing yeah yeah you're yeah. always glowing nice and, and leaking nice try but um so you, you had a good time i did i had a really 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 good what time. else did we do with it actually this is a great way to like talk about the uh, october season we also oh, went to the terror vault. we went to the terror <laughs> vault, which was you know and i don't like horror i don't like being scared what'd you call me 
I don't, I didn't call you a horror. I said, I don't like horror. Um, and I don't like being scared. So, you know, I don't like scary movies. So going to one of these and we do it every year. We go to a haunted house or a cornfield or one of the cornhole, maybe corn. Anyway, the terror vault was done by peaches Christ here in San Francisco and is at the old, uh, uh, mint. mint. Uh, so the whole downstairs of the old mint is like all these vaults where they used to keep the gold and cash and they would do uh, printing. So tons of like machinery and gigantic yeah. gears. Um, and it's a staple of San Francisco because it's just this huge for the entire month. They, they gut it and put a bunch of stages and a bunch of costumed people and they, yeah, projectors and lights and sprays. It's, it's and, very interactive. It's very oh, yeah. theaterish. Yeah. And if you pay five dollars more, you can get like this glow glow stick necklace, and then that means the the actors can touch you. And they were very good about things. it too. Well, so there was one time. So you made me do the glow stick. Okay, necklace. wait. Before we get to that, can we talk about the people in line? Fucking so the the ones that tried to crash. Yes, at the so beginning. we were we were coming from the beer bus. We'd had a, a few drinks. We were having a really nice night. Uh -huh. uh, the pony trainer came with us. It was kind of our thing that we took someone to because they were in town. Right, and we're standing in line, and we're at the very end of our seven thirty time cutoff because mm -hmm. we just wanted to get there right then. And behind mm -hmm. us, we're standing in line, and these two guys are like pushing up against us, like in the line. like breathing, like literally resting their. Their face on Their our face on our shoulders, and I just like to I the like, point where we're just like, like I'm like, looking behind me, me. <laughs> I'm like pushing back, I'm like please, please, like space, COVID, COVID, come on, COVID, <laughs> and eventually we have the the guy that was like getting the group ready was counting checking off, tickets, checking and, tickets. Yeah. He goes one, two, three, four, okay, and ten, okay, counts me off, and then I'm the last person. He puts the little the little rope between us and uh -huh. the line behind us. And I'm like, oh, thank God. So I cut even, the two people off. I even turned to him like, thank God. Yeah. Like, they were being so rude. Because they were weird. And then I turn around five seconds later, and they're behind me inside of the line yeah, on our his... side of the belt. Yeah. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so luckily, the guy comes back that's like checking tickets, and he goes, um, excuse me, you guys are too many. There's too many here. And they're like, oh, no, 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 we're with this group. And I was like, no, no they're, they're not. not. <laughs> and he's like, hey, can I see your two tickets? And they're like, what do you mean? No, Ooh, we, we, we haven't yeah, checked in. Yet. We haven't checked in yet. And he's like, so, yeah, so they, were trying, yeah, they, they were, were trying, they were trying to sneak in, sneak little, in by little... pretending to be with us. And then they acted like we were the problem <laughs> and we're really rude. No, it was, it was outlandish, 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 you say. But, um, so before going to Terraval, I had listened to the Trixie and Katya podcast, mm -hmm. drag queens that were in town. They went to the Terraval. And they were raving about how scary, and they screamed so much, and it was terrifying. So the most scared got I electrocuted. got was like three rooms in, and it was it was. I mean, some of the actors were really creepy with like blood on their faces and, and stuff. Uh, and so they, they'd come touch you, and you're just like, "Ooh, I just don't want to be touched." <laughs> you're you were wearing the bracelet, though. I know, but and and so this the most scared I actually got the entire night was when we went into one, and there was dark, and the creepy person was starting to talk and you were behind me and you put your hand on my shoulder i was trying <laughs> to grab you to be more. like i was trying to give you some assurance well that you gave me the the opposite of reassurance you made me jump out of my you skin. you and the pony trainer were so scared and screaming i and was not screaming you guys screamed scream. multiple times me i was just walking through there so because you unbothered. kept hiding behind us i was not hiding i was literally in front of you i was shielding it. you i was shielding the you were pushing me time. forward i was never pushing you forward you were always behind me that's not even true. <laughs> it is true. 
true. That's not even true. Roll but the tape. Roll the tape. There's no tape. You couldn't take any video. Because well, trust me, I would have. How convenient for you. And then it was, it was, it's, it, this is after the holiday, so we can give it away a little bit. It was a, it was a witch being beheaded. And then there was a bunch of like beauty because it was drag based. As oh, well. yeah. A bunch so, of beauty rooms. So you wearing your little necklace got grabbed so i got grabbed in one of the beauty boutiques the the first no, no. one boutique. the first one <laughs> was uh they made us do this face cream and they then started kind of alluding that it was man ejaculate cream. Yeah. man cream and then they pull the white curtain away and there's this muscle guy that we are actually friends with uh like strapped to the wall and his dick is getting milked and Not it's going milk to dick, a big but, yeah he's going to a container and stuff and so they're like you just put cum all over your face oh no, oh, no. i'm like ah <laughs> Such good moisturizer. Anyway, so the next room, they grabbed me. They grabbed two of the volunteers and strapped us to a chair, which um, I don't know if I consented to. But you did. You signed the paper. You had the uh, necklace. But they have like and then they drew straps. dicks all over my face and electrocuted oh, okay. me. I was gonna say and electrocuted me. They had these little wands, which were pretty much just. Uh, single pole like electro devices, yeah. very very not a taser, but like a little. No, but it's shocking. A little, it shocking. A little bo- yeah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not downplaying. I'm just explaining it. it had like a little round silver end to it, and mm-hmm. you touch the person, they kind of get like a little e stem charge. Yes. Um, listening to the Trixie Katya podcast, they acted as if they had gotten actually like tased and electrocuted, <laughs> which. I'm, I'm not saying they did it, but some of us have a better, like, you know, I tolerance have a, a much others. higher pain threshold. That's probably why they took me out of the crowd. They're like, oh, this one can handle it. Oh, and a bunch of And he loves public humiliation. People Let's do. Knew. There's, there were some gays in there. That oh, actually, one of the actors on Twitter was like, thank you for coming out. Oh, me blood cute. all over your face. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Um, but it was a really nice weekend. It was a really good way to kind of end the holiday season, uh, the Locktoberness of it all. But there was also, okay, so here's the, do you have dad tea? I have dad tea, yeah. Okay. So you know how I have this aversion to technology? We're really going to talk about this again, because I'm going to already say that you are bad at technology and that is not the technology's fault. <laughs> so I, how many times have I bought a GoPro camera? You've had this tea at least twice. No, no, not this one. <laughs> not this one. It's because I have always, I've bought GoPro cameras in the past. I've got the five, the six, the eight. Now we're up to the 11. Of course, they make them so that you have to buy them every year because I lose them. I still have my eight. I'm totally happy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh-huh. so we we shot the Helix mattress uh, uh, thing and my GoPro got lost. So we ordered another one. It came. I wanted to shoot a scene last night. So I thought, oh, I can just take it out of the box, put a battery and a chip in, and go. No. It was like, your GoPro has to be updated, and you have to link it to this app you have to download. And then you have to do this password. And oops, nope, wrong password. Okay, check your email five times. It took me like an hour and a half to set up a freaking GoPro. What happened to cameras that you just put a battery in? Oh, my God, and time. Time on the dad tea. Oh, my God, dang. It's ridiculous. That was, your tea is done. It is ready to sip. Please drink it. And... 
Daddy, they're making things harder, they not, not easier. I have literally done this with my, all of my GoPros when I update my app. They it's try to. Stupid. They ask if you want to buy stuff. You don't they, have to. Oh, that was the other thing. They no, 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 we're done. No, 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 we're done. Hey, remember the drama we wanted to talk about? Let's do that. What drama? Oh, you forgot already? Yeah. So, great dad tea. Thanks. You hate technology you and you don't know how Bluetooth off. works. No, because we've had this tea before. Well, because it, it keeps happening. That I feel vindicated. This is why I'm upset. This is why I'm very upset. Vindicated for complaining? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, please vindicate daddy. Let him know on social media the hard hardships and, and you. difficulties you've had with tech. Well, it's ridiculous. Come on. It's, it's not that. It's difficult. a camera. You don't It doesn't need to, to talk to my iPhone. My dad tea this week um so so how long does the so have to be for dad tea so oh okay i did it for you thanks this week we had some drama what we what happened this week we have drama every week but what's diapers oh god (laughs) i just want to talk about it because all right it's not not drama this is more your drama than me they love me so okay so (laughs) it got canceled again no um uh, let me set the set the stage at least it's not the gooners coming for me again (laughs) well you were a little downplay of people's kinks it wasn't kink shaming but it was like misunderstanding kink misunderstanding which is part of this conversation here and that's how i feel the abdl felt about you so let me tell the story please okay um, we've done two ABDL specific videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done diaper stuff, ABDL, mm-hmm. age, mm-hmm. age regression mm-hmm. related things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one or two podcasts on it, I feel, mm-hmm. uh, in some way, shape or form. We and, had Draven come on and talk about it. Yeah, that, this, yeah. Yeah. And we've had guests that have also been part of the ABDL and age play community. Yeah. Now on, what was it? I, last week was a hell week for us oh my God. between That's guests right. and getting videos up and i had sponsors from travel, hell that were being difficult editing we're getting ready for travel yeah so on like the thursday fridays i'm trying to get stuff done for the weekend um someone tweets at me about this little like unicorn that's pushing a button and saying pamp 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 it's like a little gif it was like a little short gif that someone's like this is really cute it reminds me of amp and christopher because unicorn but also it's like abdl related because pamp which I assume is short for pampers or pampered, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately I was like, oh, that's really cute. And like liked the tweet and responded. Underneath that, somebody pipes in and is like, oh, well, I hear he really doesn't like the ABDL community. He's actually very averse to and very standoffish to ABDL players. And like right under my comment, too. And I was like, well, that's not true. Um, I don't know where you're getting that. And I actually really like the ABDL community. And I, I thought that that would be the end of it because I don't know any time I've ever said I didn't like ABDL players or diaper lovers or adult babies or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, is it my kink? No. But then uh, again, this this account doubled down and was like, well, I just know that you're very averse because I was with some friends and you were really rude to us at an event. And not you being rude. Of a well, and I was again? like, uh, so it wasn't enough for me to be like, I absolutely support the community. It was then they had, they doubled down and said that I had offended them, and I I don't I, I also didn't know who the person was because it was a faceless profile who runs this brand account, and I have no ill will towards them, but I was just like, come on, dude, I'm not I'm not trying to be rude or even drag anyone down. And you did him. What you did him? No, I didn't. I didn't say that to them. Dude. I'm just saying in general, like what? And this yeah, is bro. a thing that a lot of marginalized communities can go off and do sometimes is attacking allies who are just trying to exist and be in your space. Um, but also like 
the amount of time that we've put into ABDL episodes well, and that's podcasts. That's the part I don't get. Why attack allies? I don't know. Because yeah. immediately, like, the person followed me. They, they were already following me. And I was just like, in DMs, I was like, hey, I don't know what I did. Apologies. Like, I'm not airing any dirty laundry. And I was like, really sorry if there's ever a weird instance. And they kind of explained like, oh, well, we were at a convention and you just weren't very quick to respond to us wanting to do a picture. And Christopher stopped what he was doing and came and helped us. But that's you because I'm nice. Well, and that's just it is like at these and events, work. at these events, I, I'm working and I will always go out of my way to be like, absolutely. Let's take a photo. Like, and I'll go out you. of my way not to work. So, <laughs> But there was an instance where they were they were very turned off by however I reacted or wasn't able, didn't have time for a picture. You know, we could, I mean, it's, hard, it, it's, it's you can't please everyone all the time. No, I know. But I, I felt I felt very dis, disgruntled because this isn't the first time. I have specifically been told that I do not like ABDL players to my face by people at conventions, especially there's been conventions where we had, a, there was a, a, there was an ABDL player that came up and was like, Hey, I know you don't like us, but I was wondering if I have a picture and I was like, I don't like you. What? Who, I don't, hi, hello. Who are from? you? <laughs> yeah. And it's really, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It's disheartening. And what it boiled down to after sending some DMS back and forth is I was not, at the beck and call of someone who wanted a photo the second they wanted a photo and they stood there for five, 10 minutes while I was helping someone get into a harness or sell something. Cause that's my job at these events. And they were upset about that. Yeah. And that's fair. And I apologize, but I don't like the narrative of, well, you don't like the community that they were literally spreading to other people. Yeah. Like this kind of gossip's just gross. And it makes me feel like the community doesn't like me, which isn't the case. Trust. So did they back the down after you? They backed down, but they left up all the tweets. They they were continuing to just kind of be like, well, sorry if it was inconvenient. And I was like, well, it was just kind of rude. Like, I'm not, mm. and I'm not, again, I'm not mad. Like, you're entitled to your opinions. But it was, it was in this way that I've seen so many parts of our community push away people that are literally on our side and allies. Right. Very similar <laughs> in the way that, like, gay people, like, people can be supportive of gay rights and gay marriage and not be gay. Right. And my point to all of this and the whole conversation piece was I do not have to be into a kink to be supportive of that kink. And, you, and you definitely nothing you want those people because it just broadens the acceptance of that kink. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and the, the tweet did good numbers. People were having great conversations like, and people even responded like, oh, I've always heard that about you. And I was like, that, that's literally not like, who's first of all, please stop. Like gossip is so gross. Second of all, I've worn diapers before. Not my thing. I have played with diaper players before. They were really cute. And while the diaper of it all is not my thing, if someone was really into that diaper and they wanted to be in that diaper and then we incorporate other kinks like bondage and chastity and all that, I'm totally down. Like I am nothing if not GGG, and that's what I want part of today's conversation to be about. Is like sure. being GGG. What that well, means. Well, and I've been playing with diaper uh, players and ABDL guys this entire year, and you've had no issues. With oh them no, so because far. I don't. I don't really. I literally don't care. I know. I think that they're very I valid. I, I'm not attacking you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Do, you shame no one. You don't even shame me. Should I? You should. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> dirty, well, daddy, dirty daddy, maybe you should get better food game in your kitchen. Better food game? Yeah. Why? What if I, oh, here, I'm, I'm, I'm the dom, the dom, chef, the top chef, dom, dom, dom chef. chef. <laughs> Are you eating well in the kitchen, daddy? 
I try. Are you making sure you have fresh food? I try to shove it all down my throat. Are you eating it? Without gagging. And are you making sure that your options fit your payment plan, but also your dietary needs? Yes. Why are you talking so pointedly? Because today's <laughs> next sponsor, HelloFresh, is making sure you eat very well. <laughs> oh, my God. Whether you're into diapers or not. Now, HelloFresh is something that we have used unironically for uh, all of COVID, I think, mm -hmm. because I didn't want to shop. Nope. I wanted to have fresh food every week. Yep. And I don't like going to the store because, A, I have to leave my house then. And B, I always end up buying far too many snacks that I don't need. Well, and I, so why I like HelloFresh is because if I am going to do a recipe, I will go to the store and buy way too many fresh vegetables. Yeah. And then they just rot in my fridge. Yeah. So HelloFresh offers a wide variety of quick and easy recipes to minimize not only prep, but make cleanup a breeze. They have the lowest carbon footprint and each HelloFresh recipes goes through rigorous testing by actual professional chefs. In fact, we actually did uh, one of the HelloFresh meals the other day where I didn't give daddy the recipe and I just see if I wanted to see if he could cook it. And, and I it did. turned out really great. I did. <laughs> and I'm not the smartest tack in the, the ball. Or how's that going? The sh <laughs> anyway, sharpest tack in the... HelloFresh offers veggie, pescatarian, fit and wholesome meals as well as just fit and fresh. So if you're trying to get to a specific calorie count or dietary needs with over 50 recipes per week to choose from. And that is, again, 50 weekly options. So... It's very easy to do online. You can skip boxes some weeks. And it's also, again, the first carbon neutral meal kit company around with recipes, including pre-portioned ingredients, means less prep and less wasted food. Ooh, that reminds me. Did you uh, cancel HelloFresh this did. week? Yep, okay. I did it on my phone app. <laughs> Not even kidding. So I am so excited for them to be a sponsor because that means that they like what we're doing. And I just like HelloFresh. So use our link down below if you'd like to get 65% off of your boxes and across 16 Oh, so you get free 16 free meals across seven boxes and three surprise gifts across those boxes. So use our code POGHF4954 and the link down below. I'll put that in the description. Oh my God, it couldn't be Watts? No. <laughs> for up to 65% off of your meal plan. Again, you can do it for two people. You can do it for a family of four. And they're just really good meals. Okay. POG. HF4954. Remember it's, that. It's in the description. It's very easy. 16 free meals up to 65% off. And regardless of being in diapers or not, we're going to make sure you're nice and pampered. <laughs> okay, so, but no, for real though, like the conversation, and it was really nice. Like the responses that we got from from that that conversation, that thread on like reciprocation of kinks, but also support of people in our community was really positive. A lot of ADL yeah, community and people came out. And I have to out. clarify too, because yeah. I kind of came out to protect you because anyone who attacks my puppy, I you know, I, I get very daddy protective. And so I, I was like, I'm just going to walk away. And so the, a lot of people were like, don't walk away from us. It's not don't the whole community. Don't walk away not. from me. And like, no, I'm not mad at the whole community, but it just was gross. Well, so, it, yeah, no. A few people. And I appreciate that. But like when we have companies and again this was from a, a faceless company account that is followed by a lot of people like that sets a precedent and people will trust things like companies a little bit more and that's just harmful and hurtful to me personally what kind of company an abdl company oh oh okay and and again i don't i don't think that it's it's right or fair to, to gossip smart marketing <laughs> well it wasn't smart marketing either, but i mean don't again, come after us <laughs> again, not mad the person the person came out and apologized but it's just like it's bad it's bad optics and it leads for people to be fighting each other within our community when we really should be lifting each other up but it also got me thinking like when it comes to reciprocating of kinks like where where does that line stand within relationships like if i had if i had a boyfriend 
who is into diaper play, and I'm, I mean, I'm not, I would still be GGG and reciprocate that for them. But yeah, I, and you know, I, I've never been into ABDL, but a couple of people I've been playing with are so into it that I've actually enjoyed it with them. See, that's where I'm at with a lot of things. Yeah. If someone's really into something, if someone is passionate, I, I, I like to love. see someone enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. And then I, I discover it a little bit and then I, I get to understand it a little bit more. And then I'm like, I'm much more open to it. So I, I want to ask you a question then yeah. and answer it honestly and however you want. Do you think you have to reciprocate someone's fetishes and kinks? I have to in a relationship. reciprocate in a relationship. Uh, no. I, I don't think you have to, but uh, I think it's good to try. Okay. That, I like that. Yeah. So, and then I'll follow up with, have you ever had a relationship end because that person couldn't reciprocate or be into your kinks or vice versa? I've ended a relationship because his kinks were so different than mine and I didn't enjoy them. So we had very few things to do together. Mm. Um, that we kind of grew apart. Um, however, had we had a poly relationship where he had, and he he wanted to be monogamous. Mm -hmm. So had we been in a poly relationship where he could explore that kink with somebody else and we could have shared dinners and laughs and our life together um, and I explore my kinks with somebody else, that probably would have worked and we wouldn't have broken up. Yeah, I think that that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Like for me, like I think... The overlaps that exist here is people that like don't want to sub to be a dom on something. I think that that kind of comes to be a part of the conversation as well. I when mean, you, some people are just tops or just subs. Which is fine. Sure. But every dynamic is a little bit different. And let's say like, and I had this, con this is so funny because it came up again, not only the reciprocation of kinks and being into like, for instance, ABDL, but I had a friend within the hypno community that came out to me this week and was just like, I need to talk to someone. And I was like, oh, I love talking. Um, and they were just like, I'm really into hypno. That's one of my kinks. It's very much a fetish. Mm -hmm. And do you know the distinction of kink and fetish? We talk about it all the time, but I feel like I'm so... always confused by it. <laughs> so like kink is something not vanilla mm -hmm. that is extracurricular that you enjoy doing and gets you in a, an aroused state, whether that's mentally or physically or sexually. It doesn't need to be sexual, of course, as we know, but it's something that's fun that can be involved and you're down for. Whereas a fetish is something that is not vanilla. It's something kinky, but it is a, a direct like pinpoint, like you are hyper-focused, laser-focused on that thing and you need that to get off. You a fetish is a, a have-to-have need thing for you. So for my friend, hypno is their thing. They are totally into it. That is what gets them off. And they had a friend that was shaming them saying like, well, that's kind of gross and weird that that's the only thing that you need to get off like isn't that kind of dehumanizing and so they were they were not they were not like feeling like that that supported. shame was yeah they weren't feeling supported by a very good friend but like that shame that they were feeling they knew was wrong but it was still there because they were being shamed by someone well that's a perfect example with you and me you're very into hypno and i've explored it with you the last two or three years i like being hypnotized mm -hmm. i can never be a hypnodom i don't have the words in my brain to do that <laughs> so i know i can never be a hypnodom for you but you've got your own hypnodom so i'm i'm happy with that because yeah, <laughs> i don't have to do it so, <laughs> so awesome. my friend was 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 feeling distressed in that way and i was like well 
pathologically, like the DSM or the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of, um, you know, what, what pretty much what therapists use to pathologize and like treat, says that if if a kink slash fetish is not causing you harm or discomfort, then you're fine. It's not a bad thing. And what that means is like if your hypno fetish is literally making it so you cannot focus on your life and or it's making you feel weird or out of body or like like I know people that have done hypnosis and like they end up like doing weird things like buying stuff that they wouldn't normally buy or dressing oh, right. like, like causing causing you harm and, yeah, that's and harm. draining your bank that's account. That's discomfort. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's that's things you didn't consent to right. overtly. So like that's bad. But for them, they just like putting people under, getting them relaxed and like getting off to it. No, and I, I totally get that. But there's within that conversation, you have to talk about harm and discomfort because when it comes to like reciprocation of kinks, and this is the full circle here, like let's say you have a friend that's really into feet mm -hmm. and they've been in a relationship for a bit and they've subtly done some foot play with their partner, but their partner doesn't know that like feet is their fetish. And like, that is the one thing that that, that person is into. I mean, wouldn't they pick up on that after a while if, you're, if no. they're just looking Daddy, at their feet? And I have DMs that say otherwise. I have DMs from people all the time. Like, like, I've like been how in do you casually just get off on your partner's foot without your, your partner realizing that you're in I mean, feet? if your partner was openly giving you like foot massages because they enjoyed making you feel good and you didn't ask any questions, it could take a while to be like, there's something not here. Anyway, my point I, being, I feel like that's a win-win. My point, -win. Being, my, my, my point <laughs> being, let me finish, let me finish. My point being, like, that is bad kink. If you were leaning on a partner from a long time and then they are not aware of your fetish, like the thing that you need to get off right. and you are just fantasizing about your partner's feet and you're treating them just as their feet, like that's dehumanizing in a bad way. There is no consent there. And that's where fetish can be bad. Is that where you'd put your foot down? That's where I put my foot down and I would call you soulless. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're welcome. So I don't think that fetishes need to be reciprocated, but that's something you need to unpack with a person you know just like you don't yeah. you don't roll out all the kinks on the first date you know and if, and if your partner it if they do have a specific fetish and they let you in on that and tell you about it then i would do anything i could to explore it with them and if it wasn't my thing i would let them explore it on their own so you've you've broken up with people though because of that disconnect kind of kind, kind of kind of okay. uh they were just into a very specific fetish and it, i just kind of was left on the side going eh, doesn't really do much for me <laughs> so yeah and you're never gonna have overlap 100 with a partner right. i don't think um like like for me like what what kinks don't i reciprocate for you i think is a, a very interesting question like are there any dark kinks that you have not oh is there anything you're not share with me yeah <laughs> well there there are some kinks i wouldn't do with you Sure. Uh, just because of our power dynamic and 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 how we've established. so like and I do it with others so like the pony trainer and some other younger doms I let them humiliate me I'm really big in <laughs> humiliation yeah kind yeah. of but see you doing it wouldn't be fun for my relationship with you so yeah. it would change the scales yeah. of the power dynamic that you and I function as equals in our daily life. Yeah. So you humiliating me and, and teasing me all the time would put me in a bad place in our relationship. No, I agree. Yeah. And there's a time and a place for that. Like for me, um, one of my longest relationships ended because, and this was still when I was like trying to figure out what I was into. I was like 22 to 26 was this relationship. And 
I knew I was kinky. I know I've been kinky since my <clears throat> early teenage years, but I was still trying to figure out what that meant for me. And if it was a, a thing I could enjoy when available or if I needed it. And I know that I need some kink in my life now, but when they found out that bondage was a big thing for me a year into our relationship, wasn't that I was hiding it, but more so I was like, is this something I need? And when they made it very clear that they wanted to have a monogamous relationship, I was like, okay, I'll be GGG. Let's, let's figure this out. And they were really into some certain things and like some underwear stuff. And I was totally down. And when it came time to reciprocate and I was like, well, I'm really into bondage. Like there was an honest to goodness time in which they tried for about a year or so to do it. And then after they got frustrated with knots and they found that they were not into it, they shut down very, very heavily. Mm. And that lack of interest from them, I was like, it took me a while to like process, but I was like, okay, well, I don't want to force you to do it because I like love you, you know, but this is an important thing. Uh, maybe like I do this, like maybe we hire a pro dom and then we tried to like find someone and he got so shut down by that idea because it was impossible. I don't think he tried that hard. Um, and like he tried to do some bondage himself on me and like he wasn't, he didn't have the words. He didn't sure. have the, the dominus. It wasn't his thing, which again was fine, but it was very much like, no, we're a monogamous relationship not going open that we we will fail if we do that and i'm like or we could explore outside of our relationships come back and be happy like at that time i was listening to dan savage like yeah. ggg was in my vocabulary good giving game it means you're you're good in bed so you're good enough you, you know you, you do your best you're giving meaning you're giving to your partner you're doing some stuff they want to do and your game you're down to try stuff within reason Right. And, you know, the, the beginning of our relationship, I was kind of like the dom. I tied you up all the time. But then as our relationship evolved, and you're also actually a pretty good rope top. Uh, and you... Pretty good. You're very good. Thank you. And uh, so I've let you tied me up and edge me and do things to me before. And I've really thoroughly enjoyed those. Well, thanks. Yeah. Likewise. Um. So, like, that relationship ended. I had another more open and much better communicative relationship that ended because... They couldn't wrap their mind around the puppy play thing. And those things ended. Those relationships ended because of the the lack of reciprocation. And that I, what I learned from that was a lot about myself and what I'm into, but also what I need in a relationship. Mm. And I think the way in which, like, what do you do when someone doesn't reciprocate your kink? Like, what would you do besides break up? You'd That's have an to sit, well, you have to sit down and, and, and explore your options with that person. Instead of going straight to break up, okay, we're not going to work out. How can you... Explore your kink and be respectful to your, to your relationship. Yeah. Uh, without offending the other person. I mean, we've talked about coming out two -way street. kinky and bringing people into You start slow. Yeah. You give proper resources. You make it about the things you get to do together, not that you're forcing one person to do for you. Yeah. And I think that my past relationships could have been better if I approached it in that regard. But I know that I would, it would never have worked out with either of them. And that's fine. I learned so much from that. But where I kind of... There is a line you know, in, in fetish where the importance of kink concurrence, and that's just reciprocate, like constantly having this thing in your life um, is okay. And is not okay. And it generally is drawn at very hardcore things. So like something that's kind of a deal breaker for most people in the concurrence of having kink in your life is hardcore things like maybe really extreme bondage or things like poop and piss. Tickling was one for me. 
That's a hardcore kink? I don't know if it's hardcore, but I, I, that was a, I couldn't continue on. I was dating someone who just loved to tie me up and tickle me. And I just, I hate to be tickled. And so it was kind of a, and tickling can be very visceral to you. If you don't like it, then you're feeling attacked. Yeah. It's a, Um, it's almost like a bullying fight or flight for some people. I I can only imagine. We didn't go that far. And that's, that's unfortunate, but like you also learn that about yourself mm-hmm. and it's within that, 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 that concurrence of like where the hardcore exists that you kind of have to step back and, you know, evaluate and, and look at what you're into and make sure that you're choosing partners that there's a good overlap there. Do you need a hundred percent overlap? No. But as far as reciprocation, like you either have to be open to trying things mm-hmm. to doing it every once in a while or allowing the space for your partner to just explore because I'm of the mindset that kinks don't just go away. What about if your partner's into a kink that changes their appearance, like body like modi- role play? No, body oh. modifications. What if they are into body modifications so much, like uh, <clears throat> saline balls, piercings, uh, cuttings, uh, that kind yeah. of things that changes their appearance? Uh, would that be? How do you deal with that? Well, you. Ex- I mean, obviously, for, first of all. Body mods is kind of a visible thing. So at least right. that's kind of on the outset. You can see it generally before you, you sign the dotted No, I know. But dating. what if they grow into, they, they they got their ear pierced and they love that. And they got their other ear pierced and then they got their nose pierced and then they got their eyebrows pierced. Well, and that's then what I'm they, saying. They Kinks got their don't go away. In my, in, in my mind, <laughs> if you are not getting to explore the things that you are sexually into, they just kind of grow and grow and grow and they either make you grow apart from a person or together or together and i'm much more of a fan of people growing together and trying things and if that doesn't work you open up if that's a relationship you want to continue but you have to that's relationships are constantly about communication like and uh, rarely even kinks aside rarely do two relationships grow in the same direction at the same time so or at the same speed you know there's so many different factors and so the line between like something that you might find your partner does that might be disgusting like that 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 fine line of disgust and arousal is always so close it's a very very like slippery not slippery slope fine Only balance if you're into water sports well <laughs> or slipping on bananas um but it's something that most people might fall on if it, if it is a thing that most of society falls on the side of disgust uh-huh. that might be something that is more hardcore if you're ever asking yourself if this is something that could be a a not reciprocated thing generally sure and the best way to get around that is to find like-minded people that are into the things you are like online i, I mean i find hypno people on sites that are about hypno mm-hmm. uh, you find diaper people on twitter under like the abdl tags or the diaper lover meetups or you know bondage aficionados as well there's so many hardcore very heavy bondage clubs online and in person we have some in the city here mm-hmm. So, like, how would you find someone that's really into a thing that you're into if oh, you're not sure? My my go-to is Recon. Yeah. I don't know why Recon doesn't sponsor the show. But, yes. <laughs> well, have, have we asked? <laughs> no. no we know the people why. who run it. I mean. Uh, no, Recon is my go-to for fetish. So, what would you say? I'm curious. What would you say are your mild kinks? Like, if there was a line where the, the, the majority of society is disgusted by the stuff under the line, what is above the line that's, like, mild for you, do you think? Mild would be bondage okay agreed agreed uh my cigar uh cigar play cigar play sure uh leather yeah daddy but then when i get into so some of the extreme things that i'll put on my twitter and my only fans just for fans accounts um like extreme humiliation 
mm-hmm. using taboo words sometimes. Um, uh, water sports, um, large toys, um, r- like writing on me. Uh, like with a marker? Yeah. Oh, okay. Marker. Um, oh, really? You think that's darker? Okay. I mean, how often do you see uh, people walking around with pigs scrawled sprawled across their forehead? I mean, I, I guess that's true. Who was I talking to <laughs> the other day that, that I was like, we were talking about kinky stuff and they were just like, every every time I, t- I like mentioned something, they were like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. I forget no, I how. Had, I had I someone. Forget. I forget. Vanilla Boy visit me in uh, Australia once and uh, him and his A-gay boyfriend came for uh, Mardi Gras and we, 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 were, we were there and there, I had left a butt plug in the bathtub because uh, I had washed it. And uh, at dinner, he brought it up. There was a butt plug in the shower and how oh god, he was really freaked out by it. Like really freaked out by it. Was it going to attack him? I don't know. And I was just so like, really, dude? Wow, butt plugs are the extremes. Plug? <laughs> See, I so you so, just never know. I think that's so benign, but I get it. Like, I mean, that, sweater gaze. You know, that's 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 a I big deal. This, this is coming again from someone who like. I used to work at Mr. S and I would like go out to the storeroom floor to ask about like a, a garment or a piece of clothing and like there's sounding being done on one TV and right. hardcore fisting on the other. And I'm just like, oh, another another Monday. <laughs> it's just a case of the Mondays, you know? So I get that. I mean, for me, the lighter stuff, definitely bondage, puppy play. Um, yeah, But you, you say bondage like that's light, you know, seeing somebody tied down can trigger somebody sure yeah. i would say heavy bondage and edging could get a little darker um like hypno and like the brainwashing like really dark deep mm-hmm. kind of sides of your of your um your own personal like uh what do you call it fantasies absolutely um i don't think i have tons of dark ones but then i also like look at myself and i'm like but i'm also a lot more out there quote unquote out there than i think the average gay is because i i mean if you see my twitter likes and the things that are on my page <laughs> which we all have I, I that's just it though it's like we just live our like lives out in the open we, so we live our t- lives out loud ah. <laughs> ah. Ah. but i i love the conversation of reciprocation because it asks yourself what you're willing to do for someone that you love or what you're open I, to i'm willing to try anything for somebody I love. same same my my general is like i'll try something twice at the very least yeah because three times just to make sure that's you're very giving i am um only because the first time you do something with someone a could be maybe too overwhelming or too stimulating mm-hmm. might be the wrong person and and both of you are on edge going is the other one gonna like this so much you're you're overthinking it so oh, that yeah. your chemistry is not good and your responses aren't what they normally would be with somebody else mm-hmm. so because you're worried about being judged yeah absolutely yeah. or just trying to figure someone out like absolutely yeah. there's only so much communication you can do before you meet someone that doesn't have you ever been like so hot and heavy with someone via text or on a on a dating app to the point where you don't even know their name, but they're coming up to your like doorstep and you're about to have sexy times. And the second that they come in, you're just like, oh, the vibe's so wrong. Yeah. Well, everyone's got, so that, that, that that's the thing. I, directing porn for 30 years, you can have the hottest people in the room, but they all have personalities. And that is the thing you don't see in a profile. That yeah. is the thing you don't see sure. in a text message. That is the, <laughs> until you meet the person in the room, you don't get their personality. Or their baggage. Like I had, well, I had, yeah. I had this booty call a while back that was visiting from the city, 
and they would just not stop talking about how much they hated where they lived. And I was just like, that's a lot. Yeah. They just kept going. And I was like, can we just fuck again? Can we just, I just want to just put your dick Can we fuck me, please? here at my place? It's not where you live. <laughs> and they were lovely, but it was like, everyone's got a little bit of baggage. And I, I think that sometimes you can be so hot and heavy with someone. You can be ready to reciprocate all the things. Baggage. And then you overlook the baggage. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's that's kind of to be expected with any kind of dating app, unfortunately. Well, if it's just sexy times, then you can send them away with their baggage. It's fine. Sometimes they unpack the baggage though oh, before I know. they go, and then, then <laughs> they, they leave stuff and they come back. And <laughs> metaphor aside, no, I, I just I thought it was an interesting kind of full circle. It was a lot of it was a lot of not only the reciprocation talk, but the what what is bad kink and fetish, and how do we avoid that? And at the end of the day, it's treating someone with respect. What That's is, how you what avoid is bad kink and fetish. We just talked about it for like thirty minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> when you dehumanize someone and uh, treat them just as a, a way in which you can get off, that's bad. Oh. That's bad kink. That's bad fetish. Unless they're consenting to it. I was gonna say sometimes I do that a lot. No, no, no. But you are consenting <laughs> yeah. to that dynamic then, and you're still treated like a person when I you're done. I love being an object. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Not to be like a dumb piece of meat. I'm yeah. fine with that. <laughs> And sometimes they don't listen. What? There are comments all the time that show you do not listen. What are you talking about? I listen to you all the time. I don't know That's that half you the are. Problem. Mm. You talk a lot. I've got to fill the space. This is a podcast, <laughs> Daddy. Okay. If you would like to come up with the topics and, and write the the outline, no, you do a wonderful job. But that's what I thought. Just so you know. Just so I know what. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. That's you see. This is manipulating. This is bad king. <laughs> This is, this, is kink. this is love. My kink is when daddy loves me. <laughs> <laughs> too hard. Don't love me too yeah, hard. Yeah, you love me so hard. <laughs> you like it, don't you? <laughs> I, I, I like a good hate fuck. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but you gotta be in the, the, he the headspace. Yeah. Um, speaking of headspace, I, I like the conversation that we had today. It put me in a nice, good headspace. Did it? It, it did. did. I didn't it did. treat you like an object? I mean, you're welcome to, but like... You got you got to get the right triggers in there. You got to get the right. Like, oh, see, and this is I can't. I can't be a hypnodime. I can't do your triggers. <laughs> My triggers are as simple as good boy and just pat me on the head. Literally, you don't snap. People don't know what you're snapping about. I'm trying to trigger you. Here, here. Okay, yeah. Put, okay, give them some hypno. Ready, go. You're gonna be a very, very good boy for me. You're going to stand like a statue and perk like a hyena. <laughs> See, it worked. I'm so good at this. <laughs> You're going to check out all the sponsors today. And, and do it if you want. You don't have to, but like, good food, HelloFresh, Manscaped, Mr. Protect Yourself. And don't forget to leave a subscription and comment or review on the podcast. But, and finally, this week, get out and vote. Midterms. Whoa. Vote. Whoa. Very important. Uh, Midterms. Yay. Vote. You will vote. You will vote. You okay, will okay, vote. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they get it. They got to vote. But um, if you enjoyed this episode, y'all, where can they find us, Daddy? Uh, you can find my naughty stuff on uh, MrChristopher.com or on Twitter, Christopher Weston. You can find me over at PupAmp or PupAmp.com for the sexy times. Um, there's a lot of bondage and fun hypno stuff coming down my pipeline. And that is not only a euphemism, but a fact. And um, ABDL players, love you, appreciate you. I don't know what I need to say to just be like supportive, but like blatant pandering. I, no, I'm not pandering. <laughs> I'm pampering. <laughs> uh -huh. And if you'd like to support the show, please go to patreon.com. What's the safe word? And give us a little love and support there. Thanks, patrons, because they get not only the full video podcast, but they get some ad free videos. They get videos 
ahead of time as far as the YouTubes. And every once in a while, we do some special videos, pictures, and they get sneak behind peeks the scenes. On guard. Yeah, and oh, all the on guards as well. All the on guards. Which is coming out soon for the yep. next episode. Yep. Which what's that one that about? Uniforms? Uniform. Ooh, there's a fun game in that one. Ah, uh, you're going to love it. And we will see y'all next time. Bye. So would you say you're into diapers or you're just kind of GGG about diapers? I don't know. I haven't worn them yet. So I I actually like the... You haven't worn them at all? Uh, I not, feel like... I've... Not on film. I feel like I've seen pictures that you've posted. Mm -mm. No? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. No, not yet. But not yet. Not yet. Okay, what do you have? So you have some video you're going to release? I don't know. Oh. You have to stay tuned. You have to go to my. I just feel like I've find out. run into that when going through what's a safer you, you memory card. You probably cards. run through it going through my camera. Well, you, you don't keep my camera your camera all the time. straight. You don't know how to use your freaking GoPro. You can't be connected to your It's phone. not public. Okay, sorry. I was just trying to give you a chance to tease. You did. You, perfect. <laughs>